Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I am going to be talking about free contraceptive because on the 15th of December 2020, the coalition of the Irish Shannon agreed to back the Green Party motion to introduce free contraception to women and girls between 17 and 25. Why not men, by the way? Anyway, uh, ahead of a wider rollout of state-funded universal contraceptive scheme, which would be for men too. However, planning for the policy was disrupted, of course, because of COVID-19. They figured it'll cost the state for the 17 to 25-year-olds roughly 18 to 22 million a year. Now, if you add into that everybody else on top of it as well, it's probably going to cost an awful lot of money. So I'm asking you, do you believe that the idea of the state spending maybe between 80 and 100 million a year for universal free contraception, which, by the way, they have in other countries, and only in the UK, they have actually in Northern Ireland, if you go up there, you get free contraception. And, you know, if you want to get the coil or whatever it happens to be, you get it free, the bar or whatever it is, all free of charge on the NHS. We don't, we have to pay for it. So if a young girl, for example, wants to get a coil, uh, the marina coil, for example, I believe it's somewhere between three and 400 quid, uh, roughly, to get it, you know, to purchase it and have it fitted, etc., etc. Uh, I don't know how much the bar is. How much is the bar? 250-ish. Yeah, okay, in and around that. And again, that has to be replaced every now and again. The coil, I think, lasts four or five years. The bar would probably last something similar as well for a couple of years, and it has to be replaced as well. So it is expensive if you want to, I suppose, get your free birth control. Uh, the state is going to have to pay for it, and altogether, if you were to include everybody in the plan, it would be 80 to 100 million a year. 18 to 22 million, only up to the age of 25. So I'm asking you, would you be in favour of it or would you disagree with it? The argument of disagreeing with it was the argument I made earlier on, purely for the point of arguing, because I don't necessarily agree with it, which is, why should I pay for somebody else's sex life? And that's really the argument people make. Why should I pay for somebody else's sex life? Marion, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Marion? It's raining outside, so go beat it. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I will tell you now, I wouldn't mind being in Barbados right now, to be honest with you, Marion. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be yeah, nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. Damien's the lucky man. He got the trip. He got the trip. Yeah, away. yeah. Stop begrudging him. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm only saying, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. They yeah. I mean, yeah. they could have sent me, you know what I mean? They could have, one way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marion, free contraception for all. Well, it sounds well and good, but like you're, uh, like, as you said, addressing the costs of it but, uh, and everything else. But um, I'm going to put forward the argument like we were told it's a personal choice. What, my contraception? Body, my choice, a private oh, yeah. matter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera right? Yeah, autonomy, bodily autonomy and autonomy, all that. Autonomy, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I was telling a researcher and you needn't say it to me, I'm not going to name names, but uh, of the story I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Um, I have a long-term illness of a child. Right, okay. And I was down visiting parents and I had ran short of medication for that night and I needed to, uh, another dosage for the next morning. So um, my local pharmacy that always helped me give me my long-term illness number to keep on me as a necessity, had to stick with their name and address, had to stick with one of the medications I take and I had a contact from my GP in the case of an emergency. So when I was down visiting my parents, it was one of the chain pharmacies, yep. and I presented all this just for enough medication for the ne- for that night and the yep. next morning. Yeah, and they refused me downright. That's not, and I, I don't think that's acceptable, by the way. Because you, okay. Um, luckily enough, another pharmacy w- happened to be open that Sunday evening elsewhere in the town, but I managed to get medication. 
But my argument with the pharmacy, I said, at the end of the day, I can come in here and I can ask for the morning after pill or Viagra and get it over the counter. And yes, I could not get my long-term illness medication. And like, uh, as I said to your researcher, I disclose more detail. You wouldn't want me behind the steering wheel if I miss medication. Right. You know, you know, you know, that's all I would say to you. Right, okay. Okay, so what you're saying to me is there's more important things to be dealing with. Well, that's exactly it. Like, you have to agree, the Greens, etc., addressing this issue, and I'm just saying that's an issue that needs to be addressed. And I'm not going to look for pity for me. I'm just thinking of people who are worse than I, me. I thought, the I, I, by the way, in relation to the situation you found yourself in, I yeah. thought we had changed our view on that after the very sad passing of that young girl who couldn't get the EpiPen. Do you remember that story? Uh, the girl who died in yeah, O'Connell yeah. that day. Uh, and I thought we had passed that point. Uh, no. Because, you know, obviously, you know, that they wouldn't give her the EpiPen and, uh, and sadly she the passed away. The girl sadly passed away, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I, I thought we had passed that point where if it's something that's necessary that a pharmacist can use their common sense, a common sense approach, even if a prescription yeah. is out of date, for example, that they can give you another one and say, well, look, you need to go to a doctor, even though you don't have a prescription right they now. They can actually, um, the other pharmacy had disclosed to me, they can actually turn you down if they choose. So that's what I'm saying. It's a matter of their own decision. Yeah. They're not going to get into trouble for doing it. So I, I don't know. I thought we had passed the point of them refusing people. When you had all your information, you had your GP's number, you had your prescription, you had your bottle with your Contact previous... Contacts from everything, pharmacy, everything, everything. you name it, There's long-term no illness number. Um, like it's at the tip of their finger, the following Monday morning, they could have, you know, they could have got all the de- necessary details. And I would have even paid for it if you... Well, actually, you only are supposed to pay if they don't have the long-term illness number. But I yeah. did have that. But I would have even been willing to pay if it came to... Yeah, you could have got but your I money would, back. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, I can tell you, it's not something you'd want me... You know, I was expected to drive an hour drive home behind the steering wheel. Without the medication. Without that medication. Okay. Okay. And I, I know you're comparing one with the other. And I get what you're trying I to am, say. I, I, I am. No, and I, and I do get what you're saying. And the situation you were put in is unacceptable, right? And I think everybody yeah. would agree with that. And, and I don't know what pharmacy that was, but I'm not going to say I'm, name and name. No, 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 All no, right. no, no. Okay, yeah. but they shouldn't have done that. I believe that a pharma, generally speaking, I believe that most pharmacists now, since that, that incident, will use common sense or common sense approach. I would like to think they certainly would anyway. But you're saying and I to me... And driver's ID to prove I'm not... Oh, and, you know... Ah, you can go on, Marion, you can go on. I know, and you're right. You're right. But what I'm saying to you is, I think it's unfair to compare the two. Because the argument is, if we give free contraception out, that a lot of people don't use contraception purely because they can't afford it. And that is the reason why we have a lot of unwanted pregnancies. Not too many, thankfully, but we do have a lot. And and the argument is that people can't afford contraception. Okay, the other argument I'll put across to you, Niall, um, it was in the late 90s, I think um, the British addressed this issue and they had free contraceptives for teenagers. And um, what happened was, in, well, of course, the, the bank crisis hit in 2008. And, of course, they cut back and they found there was less um, crisis pregnancies among teenagers after the, they cut back on the provision of the free contraception. Now, they, that's when they were throwing condoms out in universities. And no, 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 I'd actually use the contraceptive 
pill and I can so, get you so, the link if you want me to pass it on. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. So, no, and, and I can understand the logic behind that statistic. In other words, what you're saying to me is the availability of free contraceptive for young people, you believe, increases promiscuity. Well, that's what it seemed to address in this research and I can pass you on the link. I, di- I think I spoke to you about it before. No, I'm not denying it. I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that statistic could be true. This is the UK. Yeah. This is the UK. Yeah. No, I, I, I can understand why that statistic could be true, that if people have ready access to contraception, that promiscuity or people may have more sex, essentially. Well, that's, uh, some people will be reluctant if they didn't the have the research into that um, seem to uh, pr- provide or expose or whatever you want, to, whatever term you want to use. Okay, well, stay there. Let me just go to Alan as well. Alan, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Alan. Hey now. Okay, and according to Marion, there's things, there's other things out there that should be priority, and free contraception is certainly not one of them. If we're going to spend eighty to a hundred million, is she right? Uh, I would agree in that sense, actually. Um, I'd agree now, coming from that kind of background. There's trying three main points I'd be against it would be backing the rhetoric that it's a nanny state that we're living in. Uh, another thing could actually be the possible case of rise in STDs as more couples will then use unprotected sex because, for instance, the woman may have to bar or other means of contraception. And also then that when they do get this um, paid for a contraception. They may not be totally informed because they'll be the over the age of 18. They'll be able to get it out their parents' consent. And mm-hmm. probably just the side effects which they might not be informed of and they could make a compromise. Okay. And, 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 and they're the cons, and I, and I get that. I'm not going to disagree with much of what you said. But the, the pros to it is, is that there are many people out there who want to use contraception, who may be educated in contraception, and just can't afford it because it is expensive. I mean, if you go to England or Northern Ireland, for example, the NHS will pay to have a marina coil um, purchase it and to insert it. They'll pay the 350 quid. And that means that a woman is not going to have an unwanted pregnancy for at least four or five years. So, you know, in that sense, which some people will argue in the long term, saves the state money because you don't have to pay child benefit for that child who is unwanted, maybe. When I say unwanted, that's a very unfair word, but not a pregnancy that they had planned. Would you agree then that a condom isn't enough? A uh, condom certainly isn't enough, no. No, uh, because why? Well, 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 firstly, I don't think they're as reliable as other con- forms of contraception. And I do believe that people forget to buy them sometimes or forget to bring them with them to the party, so to speak. So, so not reliable at times. And, um, but on the advertising packages, it says 98% in if the used, 90% If they're used percentile. properly. That's like saying a mask is brilliant, but a mask is only brilliant if it's used properly. So it's, they are brilliant if they're used properly. But unfortunately... So therefore we're not investing enough in our education or contraception then where... Well, edu- no, but, that's, but, but it's all part of a suite. Education is extremely important when it comes to contraception. And, and children should be educated in school from junior cert age, absolutely. Well, without a shadow of it, or even before that, about contraception and which ones to choose and which ones are the best. And the purpose of each one, for example, using a male contraception or condom is very good for STIs. Had to stop STIs and we all know that. But in, say, in saying that, you know, I, I can't see the harm it would do, for example, initially to make, you know, things like the IUD or the Marina Coil or the bar available to women free of charge or the contraceptive pill. I resolve in that case it would be, but then I suppose the argument is just the rise in possible STIs and STDs because of unprotected sex. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you are over 16, you can kind of discuss contraception with your doctor anyway without your parents' consent. So you can, you know, you can go in there and get all the knowledge you want off your local doctor. 
Oh, all knowledge you want, and you're informed and, and, and whatnot. But then when it comes to uh, nights out, for example, where most of these incidents may occur, your doctor's where not with you. Plan pregnancies, <laughs> you're not informed, you're um, delusional, you're, you're not with it, essentially. And um, that's Okay, so, so your, your, your fear is that free contraception will encourage promiscuity. I, and, that, and that's what I'm sort of sensing from you. Promiscuity, which would put even greater pressure on the health service because mm. of the uh, results of maybe increased cases of STIs and STDs, which has happened because I'm part of the LGBT community and um, recent uh, introduction of PrEP, which is used to uh, battle against HIV so you don't contract it. I'm assuming that's are, free, by uh, the way. Is, is PrEP free? That's free at the moment, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, currently, we're going through an outbreak in, um, in Ireland of uh, syphilis. Okay. Actually, um, a few cases has outbroken. Chlamydia is is rampant as well, by the way, I believe. Chlamydia as well. But yeah. these contraceptive means and uh, let's say prep and all that, they're great as a means. But for young people, it gives them a cloak of insurance. But you, we're very focused on the word young people. We're all very focused on that word. You know, most contraception, I, I would imagine, is probably used by married couples. Something like 85% of married couples use contraception. So most of those people would be over 30. And chlamydia, I believe, is more widespread among people over the age of 30 anyway. I mean, and Niall, yeah, um, did sorry, you not Mary. say, that, sorry for interrupting you there, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but did you not say the, 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 the proposal by the Greens are for 25 years and younger? Well, the proposal initially by the Greens is seven, up to 17 to 25 years of age. Yeah, but, then there is a, but there is a long-term plan as well. Councillor Donald oh, clearly right, wants right, young women right, right, to be right, prioritised, right. but she believes the government should set out a timeline for development of universal free contraception for everybody. Uh, but right. I mean, uh, getting back, sorry, just to, Alan, to what you're saying as well. I mean, Ireland saw increases in HIV, if I remember rightly, last year. Uh, comparison to most of the European countries, we've seen a huge increase in HIV, new cases of HIV, which is something we'd all like to see prevented, isn't it? Oh, of course, but that's the, the numbers last year are totally unreliable because of um, the closure of SCI clinics as that was not seen as a priority service. And mm-hmm. um, so SCI clinics were all closed down last year. And um, hence why everything has increased. And because of that, no one was getting tested and everything was on the rise because mm-hmm. everyone were either symptomless um, and presented nothing which would cause anyone any fear and therefore get seen to, um, but it just allowed it to go rampant. But, uh, well, th- but thankfully, HIV is not the virus it used to be. When I say that to a point, it's, of course, it's still the same bloody virus. But in saying that, you know, not as many people, thankfully, die of AIDS anymore. And um, we're seeing very few case, cases of people dying of AIDS because, of course, of all the, uh, the, I suppose, the treatments that we now have for HIV. So that certainly isn't the death sentence it used to be. But that still doesn't mean it's a nice thing to catch, by the way. I'm just saying. Absolutely. With the current uh, stigma attached to it, uh, which still hasn't disappeared, yeah. um, it's definitely not, not a nice thing, but it's, it's probably but that, but that's, that's a wider debate, another debate for another day, I suppose, in relation exactly. to the stigma around HIV. But okay, but you're not in favour of it. And the main reason you believe is, like Marion, you believe it encourages promiscuity. Uh, yes, in a more okay. medical sense. Uh, Neve, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Neve? Hi, how are you doing? Uh, Neve, I mean, should we be paying for contraception? Well, I personally think that, um, you know, if you want to take it, um, I do think that it should be either free or subsidised. Okay. Even sub- subsidised is, is, it's important because at the end of the day, people don't just take contraception for going out and having sex. No, not Seriously. at all. No. They take it for medical reasons. They take it for what, many... Uh, there's a, uh, well, I mean, there's look, married couples around. use contraception for family planning. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's it. And it means so financial reasons. When you take contraception as well, it can be... It, it's being responsible. It well, is. And at the end of the day, 
you know, there's a lot of things. You, it should be subsidised. If, if you don't want to go down the free route, you do the subsidy, uh, subsidised route. Mm. You know, there's so, there's, uh, I mean, everything to do with um, women's health and, and all of that. You have uh, sanitary products with them. I'm not sure, 100% sure this is re- true. Someone has said it, that there's a luxury tax on it. No, People not, not in Ireland there's not. There's no VAT, yep. on, uh, there's okay. no VAT but, on sanitary products. But there's women living there in, 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 in um, you know, a period poverty that they can't afford Absolutely. those sanitary products. Mm-hmm. There's also HRT. HRT is €50 Euro a month for women. And so basically, if you, if you, so you get the symptoms that you get when you get, um, you know, into perimenopause or menopause, if you want to take this medication, it's 50 euro a Absolutely. month. But here's the problem, Niamh. You can go down a rabbit hole to some degree, right? And say, well, you know, let's go into men as well and men's problems. Should we be paying for, you know, guys who are in their 60s or 70s who have erectile dysfunction, who need Viagra? Should we be paying for that also, also well, as well? Well, let me say, well, you know what? It, that's one thing, but also if you well, go but don't on, just write that off. You just you just mentioned no, you don't write. Well, I, HRT. My point is, you can go into the pharmacy and buy Viagra over the counter. You do not have to go to the. No, doctor but we're talking about yeah, but we're talking about the cost. We're talking about the cost of it. Yeah, but you don't yeah. have yeah the cost of it. You you don't have to go into the doctor every six months to get a new prescription for your for for um, for Viagra. You can buy it over the counter. Women have to go into the doctor every six months to get their script filled out so they can go and they can... They can okay, so, so finally, because I have to wrap it up, so you, you're okay with 80 million to 100 million maybe a year to give universal free contraception to everybody? Well, you know, if, 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 as I said, if it's not free, it should be subsidised. I think okay. that uh, something okay. has to be looked at, definitely. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.